Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcasts.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. Welcome to Now Available on Video Cassette. I am Tom Hewinger, joined as always by the man of mystery to my mojo, Trevor Williams. Shagadelic, Tom. That was a very serious opening. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I, you know, I'm just changing it up. You know? This is very, are we going to talk about some important political matters in this podcast? Yeah, we're here to, today. We're going to talk about uh, all kinds of things. This is Talk of the Nation. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, you know, if there's one thing I think we should always stay away from is talking about the circus that is uh, the politics of our country. It's not evergreen anyway. <laughs> 90s movies are, you know, like, so hopefully in 10, 20 years, people can still get enjoyment out of this. But no one gives a shit about what's going to be going on in 2020 politics. Yeah, well, in, mm, yeah, we'll see. A couple, come on. Well, no, wait, just like the one the before circus. and the one before that, yeah. this is the most important election in American history. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. But have you listened to a podcast about the 2016 election recently no no i haven't but i mean i haven't well i do there are a couple of political podcasts I don't, it's so weird we, we would never start the podcast this way but there are some political podcasts i listen to and generally i i kind of turn them off after like 20 minutes because i'm like okay i agree with you I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I put myself in this tunnel vision. I yeah, agree yeah, with yeah. everything I listen to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, but it's like, I guess, you know. Well, I'm not going to listen to something I don't agree with. Getting a little audio hug to make you feel better. Oh, thanks for agreeing with what I already agree with. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We talk about 90s movies. Yeah. We're, we're here to talk about <laughs> cinema. Cinema. Film. The importance of film. Right. Um, so, uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, I'm sorry about that weird. This isn't episode one. This is episode 101. 102. You're right. You're, you're right. right. Have you, we released 101? I yet? haven't yet, which is why, uh, 101. But this is nice because we're going to be like boom, boom, episode, right. episode. Wow. Uh, I'm going to give the people episodes. So, here on episode 102, 102. even if, if you're just, if 102 is your number one, then <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to pick a movie that we haven't seen in many, many years. Yeah. Which for us puts it somewhere in the 90s, usually. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about it without doing any research. No. No research. So we don't remember who the best boy was. Who's the or... gaffer in this one? Yeah. <laughs> it's not me. Um, so today that movie, if you didn't already know by the title of the episode, is Austin, Austin Powers, Powers International, International Man of Mystery. That was good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, this movie is a Mike Myers oh. um, vehicle. Height of his career. Uh, yes. And I will say that when this movie came out, yeah. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my whole life. Ever. Like, hard to breathe, laughing so hard. Me too. It was 1997, and I didn't think anything could be funnier than Ace Ventura. Yeah. Or Ace Ventura 2 when nature calls. And this was, and you know what? This took it up a notch. It really did. But also, we were more sophisticated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was a spoof on like, was a like, Bond thing. I was like 11 when this came out. Right. And yeah. and so, I had I had grown. As a, as a Tom. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. It had a lot of good stuff in there for an 11-year-old boy. Yeah. Because yeah. Oh, it had... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. In <laughs> many, many ways. Yeah. We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. But just from the opening sequence, I knew that this was going to be hilarious because the opening sequence of this film is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Are you talking about uh, the, the dance the, sequence? The, the, okay. Yeah. The credit sequence. The credit sequence. Okay. Yeah. So the opening sequence, I guess, is. It starts out with him in 1967. Yeah. yeah. 67. Yeah. Because it's 97. It's supposed yeah. to be 30 years later. Right. right? Yeah. 
So yeah. chasing down Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. Also played by Mike Myers. But you don't know that yet because yeah. they don't show his face yeah. in the beginning. And, and and if you happen to be one of the few people listening to this podcast that maybe has never seen it, yeah. this is a big spoof on, on early Bond films. Yeah. And so, like, the 60s in London was all groovy, man. It was groovy. It was all incense and peppermints. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Psychedelic music. Yeah. Um, what else? Drugs, probably. Probably drugs. Um, free love. Yeah. There's a lot of that in this movie. Or yes. at least. And then what's great about this movie, and what I'm so excited to revisit, is that this movie came out in 1997. Uh-huh. And we're now in the year... 2020. Uh Uh-huh. And so the amount of time between 67 and, and, you know, 30 years, right? But, like, not quite 30 years, but, like, pretty much, you know, getting there, 20-something. And and they're looking back on the late 60s as, like, hey, this is the 90s. Like, we don't do that anymore, Austin Powers. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, that's a good point. And that's one thing I was looking forward to for this was like, okay, what are the things going to be like? Because we're going to have that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of senseless TNA sort of like uh, humor in this. You know, a lot of, um, you know, it's a it's a spoof on Bond. Sure. So like, there's a lot of womanizing. And, um, right, but and it's also sort of self-aware. Yes, in its womanizing. Because yeah, it's the '90s. Tom. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're uh, responsible when it comes to sexism this kind of was over, and yeah. so we could sexism was over, racism was it. over, all yeah. of it, all of it's done. Yeah, um, I feel like this is a movie that uh, we continue to quote. Yeah, uh, and we were quoting it just the other night at our uh, weekly. Game of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Who does number two work for? Yes. <laughs> um, what a dad joke. It gives you... <laughs> I don't want, like... I wonder what kind of, like, conceptions people have now of uh, what we do at our D&D night. You know? Oh. If that's what we're quoting. We're very sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, basically... This movie begins with Austin Powers pursuing his arch nemesis, Dr. Evil, Evil, who escapes by going into <laughs> outer space and cryogenically and freezing big himself. boy. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to freeze myself into the future, and I won't have to worry about Austin Powers anymore. Right. But Austin he's, Powers is like, fuck you, Dr. Evil. I'm going to freeze myself, I'm gonna too. Freeze myself too. <laughs> so he does. Because he's that committed yeah to his arch nemesis i mean and dr evil the only reason that he's freezing himself is really to get away from specifically austin powers yeah he's not afraid of mi6 or whatever the you know what whatever the or whatever their one is yeah and so uh mrs kensington uh yeah 1997 rolls up dr evil's back yeah, and they're like time to unfreeze him, and that and that's where the credit sequence starts that you were talking about. Oh, Everett's chasing him down the street. Uh, yeah. the whole a whole dance sequence. The marching band He's comes naked. in. He's naked for like the whole thing. Yeah, a lot uh, of it anyway. Not yeah. the whole thing. He's definitely a, naked during the sequence of unfreezing. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it definitely starts with him. Dancing naked. Are you sure, I, dude? I'm almost, almost Are positive. You sure. Yes. Yes. Mm, okay. We'll see. It's we're, been a while since gonna, I've seen. We're it. gonna find out very soon. Um, he's naked a lot in this. Movie. Yeah, and he's got like the huge T of like hair on his chest. Yeah, which is really good. Yeah, he's got uh, the silly like really bad teeth, mm-hmm. you know, thing, uh, which is I guess a stereotype. Yeah. Um, Nerdy glasses and foppish haircut, and he's dressed like. Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, I haven't yet. No. Well, you know, same time period, but like dressed like I guess they had a like Roman Polanski was like portrayed in that movie, and he's they go to a party. He's dressed exactly like Austin Powers in like the the blue velvet with like the the white sleeves, you know, like yeah, puffy, yeah. The puffy shirt thing. It's like, oh man, what yeah. an outfit! He basically, looks like Prince. <laughs> okay, yeah. If it was purple, yeah, yeah, if it was definitely. Purple, you know, like yeah, absolutely. That, that sort of like yeah. Um, 
what else? He's got a little gun. He can He's judo a little, chop. Little gun. He can judo chop. Uh, there. So he can uh, seduce any woman. I remember watching this. I watched this movie. I watched it for the first time with my parents. Yeah, me too. Uh, in the and, theater. And I think actually, I for me it wasn't the theater. I think we were in a like a hotel room. Like we were on a some vacation and we were like it was like mm-hmm. chill downtime and we rented a movie. Yeah. Off, time. And um uh and I just <laughs> it's a weird movie when you're eleven to watch with your, your parents, especially it is, yeah. when you've already had like the family life unit at school and like Yeah, you, you kinda know because what's it, what. There's so much sexual humor in this movie. Yeah. It's like kinda uh so, so kind of at the crux of the whole movie. It's like just Sex jokes. Yeah, just sex and, jokes. Like, naked constantly. jokes. Yeah. Them walking around and like. Just a lot of stuff about genitalia. Yeah, hi- hiding I mean, body with, parts with sausages. And, with, yeah. Within the first 10 minutes, he, you know, he's unfrozen Completely. and reclaiming his things. Yeah. And one of the things he left behind was his penis pump. Oh, Swedish made penis enlarger. And. Um, <laughs> That's not mine. And uh, <laughs> you keep saying that it's not his. <laughs> one then, manual for. <laughs> One book. And then one book written by I Love My Swedish Made Penis Pump by Austin Powers. Um, It's not mine. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, And the whole time he's he's accompanied by Elizabeth Hurley. Right. um, I mean... Who is this supermodel. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, she was a supermodel first and then was she... Yeah. Which might be why she doesn't have much of an acting career. (laughs) She was in Bedazzled. She was in Bedazzled me. with uh, Brendan, uh, Fraser? Brendan Fraser, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> let's say let's say yes. Uh, he could be. Hey, he, speaking of friends of the podcast, Polly Shore. Oh, yeah. Uh, Polly Shore. Polly Shore. We've talked about Polly Shore a million he times. He liked one of our Instagram posts. Yep, the real Polly Shore. Check and, it out. Uh, we want him to come and hang out. Uh, Tell yeah. your friends. Polly. And even though like you know, we did spend a good amount of time bashing biodome lovingly <laughs> he would understand yeah well i hope so because we still we, love I feel like we don't bash him no we, you know it's like i mostly baldwin honestly i'm not proud of all of the work i've been a part of oh i'm not proud of all the work you've been a part of either but if i were <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you trevor uh had i been a part of austin powers though i'd still be proud of that today Oh, I would be. I think it's a genuinely great movie. When was the last time you saw it? Um, this one's probably like around 10, but probably less than 10 years, yeah. I want to say. Because it's it was one of my, if not my favorite movie for a long time. It's definitely a movie that I watched so much that yeah. I just kind of, for a long time, just felt like I've never had to really watch it again. I know the beats pretty well. So, yeah. I mean, we could go over it. Yeah, I mean, so he, come, he, he, he's he, he comes back. And picked he, up by Elizabeth Hurley. Yes. Who was the daughter of his partner back in the day. Right. Okay. Which is a little weird, but we'll go with it. Mm-hmm. So he's like flirting with her and stuff a lot. And she's like, no, Austin, you know, it's, it's a lot of no, Austin. It's the nineties. Now he's, he's a fit. It's a fish out of water situation. Yeah. Even for Dr. Evil though, which is great. Cause they have these parallel plot lines where Dr. Evil asks for one million dollars yeah, and yeah. he's just laughed at and by world leaders. And there's like this, yeah, this group of world leaders that, you know, always meets and yeah, he asks for one million dollars and they just laugh. Yeah. Uh, and number two played by Robert Wagner, I believe is that him. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. He's like, uh, so it's not really a lot of money. Anymore. Uh, yeah. uh, so what does he ask for? A billion. 10- one hundred billion. Is it one hundred? Yeah, because he's like one hundred, and he's like looking around the room. Billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. and he know, he's like, I don't. How much money is the right to ask for? And then they're like, Oh my god, a hundred billion dollars. That's so many billions of dollars. Yeah. Um, Will Ferrell is uh, in this in Will, brown face. Is he in brown face? I think so. They actually like darken his skin. Pretty sure. Ooh. And then he's burned. Because well, he plays, his character's name is like Mustafa yes. or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Well, hey, you know, it was the woke 90s. Hey, it was the 90s. Racism was over. Sexism was over. It yeah. was the 90s. It was okay. Sure was. <laughs> so oh, there's boy. that character. Um, <clears throat> there is, uh, oh, Seth Green. This is at least our second Seth Green. Seth Green is in this. He plays uh, the Dr. Evil clone. Scott. Scott. Or he's not a a clone. Is he not a clone? Frozen sperm. 
It was a frozen sperm. It was frozen sperm. It was mini me. Mini me was, was a clone. In the second one, yeah, which was a clone. That was a clone. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of then. But Scott. Yeah, Scott. So that okay. So what doc, a great so, bit. You know, Mike Mike Myers also playing Doctor Evil, right? Um, and as Lauren Michaels, uh, he's basically doing a Lauren Michaels <laughs> impression. Lauren Michaels impression. Um, Jesus. And the whole the pinky thing where he holds his pinky up to his the Very corner good. of his mouth. He's got the cat. This is one of the most like referenced and parodied. This movie was a sensation. for a long, long time. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, people dressed like celebrities dressed up as Austin Powers. Like he, it was huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so you know, they're Doctor Evil is threatening world leaders with what is it? They're they're going to make a drill. They're going to drill. They're going to drill a nu- <laughs> a nuclear warhead. Yeah, and like set off a billion volcanoes. Yeah, that's great. Basically holding the whole world hostage. Yeah, um, and then good. there's and so in his secret like volcano base too, he has all kinds of like. I shit, love like, it. He's got like a pool full of sharks with lasers on, oh. on their head. Yeah, <laughs> sharks with freaking laser beams <laughs> attached to their heads. Um, uh, and but he couldn't get them. I think he couldn't. He was upset that they didn't have laser beams. Oh, they didn't. I seem to remember. He wanted okay. them, but they just had normal sharks, I think. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so in like the convoluted plot to you know, kill Austin Powers, they like throw him in the shark tank and stuff right. like that. Uh, and Austin Powers has like lots of little like gadgets too. Right. Bond gadgets, the watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, yeah. There's that whole scene where they're like, "Okay, here's your um, here here's this gadget, here's that gadget," and then he uh, one of the things that they have for him is like t- <laughs> toothpaste and a toothbrush, and he's like, "Like uh, the toothpaste is a, an explosive gel, and the whatever, and like, like, and no. like no, 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 just um, our uh, dental hygiene has just gotten much better <laughs> since the '60s. We wanted to make sure you knew that." I was like, <laughs> "What?" Um, it's just very, yeah. A lot and fish out of water. A lot of a lot of other uh, jokes about old Bond movies, like he comes across another attractive woman, and uh, oh, a lot of vagina. A lot of vagina is her name. <laughs> Not pushy galore. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's almost too easy to parody. Yeah. No. I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> In some ways, absolutely. Uh, it's it's too easy. Um, pushy galore. Uh, there's the fembots. The fembots, that's right. Uh, These boots are made for walking. Yeah. um, They shoot shotguns out of their boobs. Yeah. So there's that. There's that. (laughs) But he does a sexy dance for them, and he overloads their circuits. Yeah, they just can't take it. He can't take his sex appeal. appeal. And that's just that's a funny joke in itself because it's Mike Myers, and he's just he's so doofy and silly. And like yeah, the fact that like he would have so much sex appeal that like he's irresistible to women, even to robots, even to robot women. It's amazing. What else? Um, Doctor Evil goes to like uh, family therapy with Scott. Yeah, and does he go on Jerry Springer? Or is that the second one? I think that's. The I think that's one. the second one. That's the the first two, especially, and then maybe a little bit of the third. They they all kind of run together because it yeah. is it is like all the movies are sort of a series of bits. Yeah, and, and they, they hit the same bits in the three. Yeah. But the first and second one I, I remember both enjoying a lot. Yeah. The third one I think I only ever saw once and I found it very disappointing. Uh yeah, I think I gold think member. I felt the same way. Yeah. I love gold. <laughs> oh. Okay. Still kinda of funny though. <laughs> oh yeah. When I think about it I'm still like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty pretty okay. But I but I think again too it's like maybe like oh by the third one it's like okay all right, he's done the same jokes. Okay, everyone. there's going to be a part where people—it's you're just watching shadows, and uh, it looks like he, they're taking tennis rackets out of somebody's butt. But right, right. It's just because someone's unpacking a suitcase, and yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Which there's that whole bit in this one with the the shadow, um, the that shadow gag. Yeah, part. there's a shadow gag, and there's and like a lot of covering up naked stuff with other stuff. Yes, and biting into. And I just remember thinking it was just so freaking funny. It was <laughs> it, so they're good bits. So, there's a lot of bits. So funny. Um, yeah, who else is in this? There's uh, there's that the guy that throws the shoe. Oh yeah, um, random task. Random task <laughs> instead of odd okay, job. Okay, that's. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's really, that's really, really good. good. Like that's that. really good. Random task. Random task. <laughs> okay. I like it. Um, I'm here for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
At some point, it's just going to be us being like, remember this part? Yeah, remember right, that part? Right. Oh, I know this part. Um, so I think we should probably probably just watch it. Yeah, I mean, he um, does, he's going to save the day. He's going to save the day. Dr. Evil goes back to space. Yeah, and, and gets uh, he freezes himself again, right. I believe. And that... That's that. That's that. And that's, then he marries Elizabeth Hurley. He does. And then... In the second one, she was a she femme, was a femme the, the whole, whole time. time which God. I remember when I was a kid thinking that was so dumb. It was dumb, but it's also like such a funny way to yeah. just like get a new lead to get, to get Heather Graham in Heather there. Heather Graham in there. <laughs> which, hey, all right, I'm okay with that. Uh, all right, <laughs> um, cool, cool. I'm excited. I'm, I mean, I'm pumped. Let's there's gonna be it. stuff. There's gonna be great music. Oh. He had a band. There's like cuts yes. and like Austin, the Austin oh, yeah. Powers band. And there I can't are remember. some strange like uh, yeah like scene change like scene transitions where it's he's playing with like a band. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Cool. Okay. Cool. It's gonna Let's be great. It's gonna right. be great. We're gonna go watch it. Watch you Austin should Powers. too. Bye. Hey listeners, this is Tom from Now Available on Video Cassette. Look, uh, it's gotten serious out there, and um, we want to thank you for listening. We hope this brings you some enjoyment during this very strange time going around the world. We hope that you are safe and your family is safe and that you have your health. And if you don't, um, we're thinking about you. And. We hope that you get better and that you have access to the help that you need. And uh, to the healthcare workers out there, thank you. And thank you for putting your lives on the line every day to try and help this crisis uh, go away. And also thank you to anyone out there that is still working. People delivering food, um, people delivering medicine for other people and if you're just one of those people in your neighborhood that always has something to give to a neighbor that needs something thank you um we're all in this together and uh trevor and i are going to continue to try and record episodes hopefully uh since we're both teachers with a little bit more time than usual uh we'll maybe be able to record more episodes than normal so in the meantime uh please take this seriously and stay home and um i hope that uh that you're all doing well and thank you so much for listening uh we'll be back oh and one other thing in case you are wondering we did record this weeks ago before um any of this stuff was really happening so that beginning when i started all seriously and we talked about talking about important things we had no idea that this was going to be happening. <laughs> Just kind of a weird coincidence. Uh, anyway, I hope you enjoy, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. We Let's... just watched Austin Powers Shut International Man of Mystery. Mystery. Uh, Trevor, Tom, uh, what's your initial reaction? I had a fun time. I it was a tight 90. Tight 90. That shit moved. Moved. I like, mean, they were in and out of the past in like five minutes. Yeah. You got, he's already, you know. he's reanimating. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it was quick. It was and quick. Yeah, it was still very much enjoyable. Uh, yeah, it was funny. I, I laughed a lot. Yeah, me the, too. But I, I knew the bits were coming. Yeah. We were right. Like, we would enter into a scene, we'd be like, ha ha ha. I know, I know where we're going with this. And there's a lot of, like, I mean, it's, you know, no, it's not sophisticated humor. Surely not. But Although <laughs> some of it is. Well, yeah, sure. I, like, what, one thing that I thought was very funny this time, um, and I know I thought it was funny before, and I knew it was, but Basil Exposition tickles me yeah. very much. His name is, he delivers exposition. And yeah. His name is Basil like, Exposition. This is your name, Basil I, Exposition. I think it's good. I know it's a funny. Good joke. It's really funny. Um. <laughs> I mean, uh, the more, um, I guess you know, watching it this time, uh, I, I would say at the time that I watched this, I hadn't watched that many like older Bond movies. Right. Yeah. Um, 
and even the Pierce Brosnan ones, if those I feel like do not hold up very well. Uh, they might not hold up as much as this holds up. Yeah, probably not. But, uh, you know, there's just, there's so much in there. Yeah. Uh, that is just make, making fun of, of Bond movies. Oh, so much. Yeah. So many bits. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I just, I have a list of bits that like, that were just fun. So if you watched along, you know, some of my, some of the, the best bits that, and they all come back cause it's all just like, remember, like. Yeah. A lot of those jokes are either remember from Bond or like remember from earlier in the movie. Yeah. So like, she's a man, man. She's a man, man. She's a yeah. Man. <laughs> so punching the, and like, that was a funny bit at the very beginning in the sixties when he's like a super spy and the woman that's serving them at the club is definitely a woman. Yeah. And then he, you know, he punches her and she's on the ground and he, you and know, it's cut, obviously like cuts away for a second. Like a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like a dude trying, it's an assassin. Yeah. <laughs> um, the evacuation bit, the, the, the you, endless peeing. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, it was really funny when yeah. I was a kid. <laughs> oh yeah. It was like, still, I mean, and it was still really still funny made me laugh. that they cut away from that bit, like without it actually finishing yeah. is the best part of that bit. Evacuation come. Um, <laughs> uh, the volume of my voice bit, I feel like shows up yes. in a lot of Mike. That's just a Mike Myers thing. Yeah. Um, when, when they're like, no, we're not at war with Russia anymore. And he goes, oh, good. About time we showed it to those, those capitalist, those capitalist pigs, pigs. That, yeah. And then like, no, no, we won. Talk oh, about a yay. joke I didn't totally appreciate yeah. when I was a kid. Gay capitalism. Yeah. We that was, won. That was funny. Like he obviously doesn't <laughs> He doesn't care. He's just a man. He's a man of mystery. Yeah. His nemesis is Dr. Evil. Yes. He doesn't care about the cold war. And that is all, uh, the penis and larger bit. Penis larger bit. That was fun. Throughout still. the whole movie. Showed up again until the very end. Yeah. And that's how and he kills random, random task. task. Although man, should we talk about random task? Yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of, we, we alluded we, to him being a bad guy. We talked about him in the very first episode of this podcast. That's because true. Because we thought I we thought, thought he yeah. was in Three Ninjas, but it was it was a different actor. Yeah. But this guy is a real piece of scum. Truly a monster. I uh, mean, he's in jail for torture. For torturing a nineteen-year-old on Christmas, uh, I believe. By the way, seven years before this movie came out, so he was already a torturer, uh, and probably I mean, if if you're torturing people, yeah. he just it, hadn't he hadn't been caught. He hadn't been caught. And so that's scary as hell. And then, so when he finally got caught for that, he you know was sent to prison. And then at some point, he murdered his cellmate, killed a cellmate, psycho, yeah, real scary person so, in this movie. Yeah. So every time he showed up, and I'm so glad he wasn't in it a lot. Yeah, it me too. Kind of puts a damper on the scene. It, yeah, it's it really hard does. to. Yeah, you're just like, oh, you're a truly a horrific person. Yeah. So that was scary. So uh, you know, you can. When uh, when you watch this movie, you can uh, you know enjoy that little piece of trivia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a running gag for Austin is not taking no for an answer, which is a bit problematic, but he learns from it. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's a redemptive moment too when finally Elizabeth Hurley is like, "I want to sleep with you. Let's let's make love." Right. And he won't because she's been drinking. She's and been drinking. He's like, I can't. he doesn't want to take advantage. Yeah. And, you That's know. true. His thing isn't taking advantage. He he'll, he he'll press the he, issue. he lays it on pretty thick. He will do a dance for you, yeah. a seductive seductive dance, yeah. and, and and show you his butt, yeah, and and his underwear, and he'll get on a circular bed, and you know, he'll he'll be <laughs> he'll lay it on, but he yeah. That's that's really the extent of it. He assumes that his mojo will do the work for I, him. And I feel like that's kind of the extent of, of what's really problematic, except for one other glaring thing, mm-hmm. which was Will Ferrell. <laughs> okay, yeah. So he was in brownface. Yeah. At which, least in the second part, like in the future he was. In the, they never, in the past, they, it didn't they, seem They like didn't it. really show him up close in the past. Right. Um, yeah, that's And true. they show him up close in the future, and um, it's not... Um, uh, like super, super obvious, yeah. but it's but he's like wearing a fez. There's and, definitely, um, uh, you know, there's at least put some bronzer or something on him. He's in bronze face. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's a little, yeah, kind of uncomfortable and probably, uh, it was over quick. Probably Will Ferrell was, you know, 
I guess, you know. He was pretty new to the movie thing. I mean, he was probably still in SNL. I mean, Short Circuit 2 had just been a couple years before this. That's true. And that was the main (laughs) character. That was the whole main lead. That was everything. Woof. (laughs) I'm not going to say this is a step forward, (laughs) but just for context. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Short Circuit 2. I know. All of a sudden, just saying that, I'm like, why didn't we do that today? I know. Well, <sighs> I do I do want to. Yeah. Be, but we just have to yeah. brace ourselves. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scott, I thought, was real fun. All that stuff with the, with the yeah. group was amazing. So um, I was... I was uh, Carrie Fisher. I guess not super surprised. Yeah, Carrie Fisher was in that, uh, the group, in that group therapy yeah. session. But just that... Um, a lot of the movie uh, was improvised. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, what did you um, say, 30 to 40%? Like, apparently in like an interview or something, Mike Meyer said something like he, like 30 to 40%. But especially the, the part, the, sh- the, sh- <laughs> the shushing yeah. scene between him and, and Seth Green. It's a classic scene. Yeah. It's great. Um, and they, of course, you know, they have to like bring it back for the later ones, and it's like not as good. But maybe that's just because it was, it was really quick, too. So, like, if that really was improvised, that's very impressive improv. Um, and re- it was really funny. Um, I found a couple um, choice reviews on IMDb. Okay. There, this one's funny because this is actually this is a review on IMDb from 1998. Okay. Uh, this film wins my pick for the absolutely worst movie of the decade. Uh-huh. Yeah. If Mike Myers ever comes to... Some town, Texas. <laughs> they don't like him in that town. I'll personally find him and take my $6 ticket price out of his hand. Wow. Or out of his hide. That's his what it says. Hide. Ew. Yeah, that's weird. And now we're going to have a sequel? Just kill me. Just kill that person from whatever. Wherever that town is in Texas, they don't want to see you, Mike Myers. So just yeah. avoid it or you're going to have $6 worth of flesh taken off of you. Um, there's... A, the, so I think this movie, because uh, I think this one is also from just a couple of years after the movie came out. Okay. And it's not the whole thing. I'm just going to... Uh, is it a bad one? Couple, oh, it's real bad. I like the bad ones. Uh, the bad ones are great. Why, why, why read a good review? No, we already, <laughs> we already like the movie. Um, but what I like, though, is like this is also especially like uh, documenting uh, or uh, using certain examples from the movie. That I love. Okay, great. Uh, Austin Powers uh, was such repugnant, puerile, uh, adolescent horse crap that I have ever seen. Um, He's adolescent, and I like that about him. There was so much to work with in this amazing concept. This could have been the best comedy of the 90s, but the writing and performances by everyone made this one of the worst comedies since Porky's. (laughs) Tom Arnold has a cameo performance in Austin Powers, and I have to say that his scene with Mike Myers in the bathroom repeating, who does number two work for, (laughs) has got to be the least amusing and utterly repugnant things I have ever seen. They don't like poop jokes. Tom (laughs) Arnold... Tom Arnold is a very funny man, too. <laughs> That's like probably the most debatable thing this person has said. <laughs> I'm a big... If Tom Arnold had played Austin Powers, he wouldn't have had any of that Tom, in there. Tom Arnold is a very funny man, too. But that performance would drive a person to insanity. Insanity? I have never even bothered with the lame sequels, sequels to this crap. Other SNL alum movies have never been that good. The only exception being the Blues Brothers. Anyway... <laughs> Wow, it goes on for a little while. They but. don't like the poop jokes. They uh, yeah, don't I guess like you know the PPP jokes. I think you know this the was definitely um, boobies and penis jokes. You know, I guess com- you know comedies. You know, raunchy comedies had been around for you know forever. forever I guess, yeah. but like you know the I guess the line keeps moving. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, because I, this doesn't. I don't know because when you is think, it really raunchy? This one. It's a it's a little bit it's got yeah, a raunch but, but factor. it's like it definitely has like a lot of that it's scatological also very silly. stuff like the number like who does number 2 work for the whole scene in the bathroom where it's like this is supposed to be me sounding like I'm really straining while I'm trying to defecate yeah right pooping yeah, yeah. and why is that funny this is funny because it's funny Cause yeah, i mean cuz it's cuz making poopy know. sense yeah through the toilet <laughs> See, just the way you saying that <laughs> makes me a grown man. Because he put, cause he put the, the guy in the toilet and he was, was a poopy sound. I, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. 
I have a respect for the highest browed, most intellectual humor out there. Oh, surely. I also have a deep, deep respect for the blue. You know, sure. For, you know, ish. This is blueish. It's just silly. Most of it is so silly. That's what. Sure. Like, it's not I like mean, gross out humor. No. Oh, although at, okay. right. <laughs> when we I get mean, to the sequels, one or two. Yeah. you know, where he's like literally drinking shit. <laughs> But we'll get to that one. Yeah, okay. Um, All right. Good point. Point taken. <laughs> Not in this one, but that uh, one. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but it's it's mostly very silly. When was, because um, this is another movie we have to do, when was There's Something About Mary? That was in the 90s. I think that was 97 Was it eight? after this? Because I feel like that was another example was of like where blue. people really felt like they were pushing the line of like what's acceptable in a comedy film. She, Even though that um, one's rated R. She, yeah, she had uh, semen in her hair. That she took off of his ear. Right. That yeah. he, yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that one yeah, too. So that's, uh, that's a kind of humor as well. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, highbrow. Three point turn humor. Oh, okay. That let's talk about great. driving humor. For Super a funny. Uh, yeah. We talked about this every single time I have a hard time parking or getting out of a parking yeah. spot or anything. She's like that. God, what, what is this? Austin Powers? Yeah, when it, so he's in a little like work, work tunnel, and he's work wearing tunnel. a little work vehicle, work and he's vehicle. trying to turn her, <laughs> turn around, <laughs> and it's not quite it's enough too space. Long. Yeah, it's it's enough space for it to be, uh, you know, perpendicular. It's, it's uh, in the same sequence to uh, just a minute or two before that. Is I forget that they're on the steamroller. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the the. Um, yeah. Yeah, the guard is like, has his hand out, going like, "No, don't run over!" And Austin, and it hands out. Yeah, he's very far away. It's like very slow. So much time to get out of the way. It's good. That's a good bit. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's what's his name from Mad TV. Stuart. Stuart McDonald. Something. Something McDonald. The soup Nazi shows up in this movie. The soup Nazi is the dealer. Um, The the uh, the blackjack dealer. The kind-hearted blackjack dealer. Yes. Um, what else? Here's uh, something I looked up because uh, I, I assumed Kreplakistan was not a real uh, Russian province, uh, and? but it is. Well, Kreplak is a soup; it's a kind of dumpling soup. Ah, so soup, other soup. So we have the soup Nazi, and we have other soup. There's a lot of soup references in this film. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed, and I assume this is accurate, that in the UN, the secret UN security room. Uh, everyone is wearing traditional cultural dress. Yeah, that is, that was funny. <laughs> like in, in the, you know, the, there's a matador. Yeah. You <laughs> had like Spain, a, sumo a sumo wrestler. wrestler. Yep. For Japan. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's important that you have your, your cultural traditions, um, respected and observed in the secret UN Absolutely. security room. Um, very good. Bert Baccarat. Yeah, he showed up. Baccarat. 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 Burt Bacharach. Uh, yeah, he's he's like literally <laughs> in this movie he's playing it. one of his tunes. That's cool. He's old. That is cool. In the second one, I think Elvis Costello shows up. So let's watch that. AOL. AOL. America. Dial up. Online. Dial up modem. Do you have memories of, of America online? Tom, please. Do you have memories? You've of, got mail. Yeah. I remember going into AOL Kids. I remember... Th- AOL Chat kids, yeah. rooms. Do you remember? There the, was, did you ever go to the Blabatorium? On oh, I think on, so. It was like the Nickelodeon website. Oh yeah, sure. I remember there was a, there were different chat rooms and they had different names like the sailboat room. Uh, and why was there a sailboat? I room? remember it being hard to get into a chat room. Oh, because they would get full. Yeah, they would be like, oh, the sailboat room is so oh, fucking popular oh, right now. Jeez. I guess we'll go into the. I don't know the horse. But I don't know all the ones. I just I have a specific memory yeah. of there being a sailboat room. Yeah. Why? I remember having to convince my mom to, at some point, to be able to stop using AOL Kids because, like, mom, come well, on. there were just, I mean, you couldn't go to like any website, like out, like it was, was blocked. Yeah, yeah, then and, and I'm not talking about, you know, just the adult ones, but uh, there were other, you know, sure, other websites that it would just be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, sorry, or like Tom. having to get it approved, like having I, do, I remember having a page come up, and I'd have to go ask my mom, like, "Can you come look at the page and then Tom, approve if this you page?" Can't see it through AOL, and if you can't learn about it through Encarta Encyclopedia, I'm just trying I don't to, give a shit what you want. I'm just do. trying to learn about the White House at WhiteHouse.com. Look it up on Encyclopedia. <laughs> do you remember WhiteHouse.com? No, but I assume it's a thing. It, it used to be. I guess it used to be a pornographic website. 
Oh. And like a long time ago. Um, Because you can tell because it's not .gov. Oh, see. I didn't even think about that. It used to be like, oh, I went to whitehouse.com. I was just trying to learn about the government. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that would be your excuse as a kid. That's smart. I guess so. Smart. It was like a joke you were supposed to play on kids. Oh. Like if you were like in the school library. Like the Pen15 Club. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Demi Moore produced this, or was one of the producers, yeah. which is pretty Inter- rad. Interesting. And uh, how do you feel about the idea of there being a famous spy? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, it's a funny concept. Yeah. So he wasn't naked at the beginning, by the way. No, 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 no. <clears throat> For some reason, I thought the whole credit sequence started after he got unfrozen. So the first uh, scene is Dr. Evil uh, and talking about their plan. And then... Then you see Austin Powers introduced. Right. He's running through the streets chased by and it is a fan, adoring fans. Fantastic sequence. Oh, so good. I love it. Also, all the music in this movie... On point. Is perfect. And it, like, cool, like, 60s, like, psychedelic rock yes. stuff. But then also all of the, like, orchestral score was, like, perfect, um, perfect spy movie stuff. Perfect. It was so... Uh, yeah. And also, like the, all the music, really, all the sets and everything. Like, there, it's. Uh, I like that they had like funny use of blue screen. They did. Um, like, even even when in the beginning, when they're driving in a car, mm-hmm. like it's like they were using like old blue screen footage um, when they're like still in the sixties. Yeah, um, there was there was some stock footage yeah. involved. Oh in yeah, movie, which was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of really good. Uh, just. A lot of good jokes. I really enjoyed this it. This movie yeah. had a lot of really good jokes. I think they did a great job, like capturing the feel of the '60s thing, like how janky uh, the the pod was that goes into the big boy yeah. spaceship. It's just like the doors don't really close at the same time. Yeah. And there's like a crappy looking electricity effect, and it's like entering cryo. Yeah, everything was just so silly. So I also saw that this movie cost something like fourteen or fifteen million dollars to make, and worldwide it made like sixty-seven million dollars. So, wait, how much did it cost to make? Like fourteen or fifteen million, wow. and then yeah, I mean, so that's pretty pretty huge. Um, that's why they got to see. But that's one of the reasons I, I read that that one review was that they mentioned their six-dollar movie ticket, and <laughs> like you know, give me back my money. Yeah, give me back my six six dollars. Six dollars. Lucky to see a movie for less than twelve dollars now. For real, we've yeah. literally doubled it. Would you recommend this movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would. Would you not recommend it to anyone? I kind of feel like it's maybe not going to age so great for. Um. Younger people. How much younger? I don't know, at least 10 years. Okay. So people that are 10 years younger than us. I just, because their idea of a Bond movie are actually like some pretty sick movies. Are you like, talking about Daniel Craig? Because, eh. I mean, I think, I mean, they're, they're way more serious. Uh, of all those than, ones, I only like Skyfall. Skyfall's great. It's so good. I thought uh, Casino Royale was good. I started watching it again last night. We uh-huh. couldn't get through it. Oh, really? Oh, so boring. Boring. I didn't. There was all this. There was a lot yeah. of action. I didn't care about yeah. any of this stuff. Yeah. I'll check it out. Mads Nicholson. Anyways, I think, but I think that those movies, however you feel about them, I think are definitely better than like definitely better than the Pierce Brosnan movies. Uh, I know, but like, I only really still like Goldeneye. But I just, I think as we get further removed from Bond movies in general, yeah, and also, you know, some of that humor just doesn't, it just doesn't work anymore. I feel like for some, like, it's yeah. like showing Star Wars to someone that's never seen Star Wars and they they're thirty years old and they've never seen a Star Wars and you're like, watch this movie, especially mm. knowing the big deal that Star Wars is, yeah. Um, and you're, well, if you hype anything up too much, sure, sure, sure. But like, so like they've never seen it. They're 30 years old and you haven't watched a new hope. Yeah. I mean, Molly was, you know, like 26 or 27 when I finally made her watch star Wars. And did she like it? She likes it. Yeah. She likes it. But she's also not like, yeah, you know, where are all the books? I want to read the books. (laughs) (laughs) Like I want to consume all the star Wars. That's the point Um, of this podcast though, right? Is like, 
we loved these movies in the 90s. Yeah. They're already going to be ones that we have pretty good feelings about, for the most part. Yeah. And so if, if it holds up in any way, yeah. you get that nostalgia thing from it. I do think, I mean, it, I think it's a genuinely funny movie. If you're not, um, if, you know, I've, I've definitely met people, I think, that would not enjoy this, the humor, because it is like kind of scatological and very sexual in nature. And, oh, sure. You know, not even that it would like bother someone. They're just like, I just don't, uh, I don't understand why, it, you know, the, the concept of pooping is funny. <laughs> I know. Because like, it comes out of your butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smells bad. Oh, man. In less than five seconds, we said pooping and butt. <laughs> uh, I'm losing it over here. so funny. Um, but so, but in general, I, yeah, I mean, it's a funny movie. So, I, yeah, I would suggest it. And there's some genius writing. If you liked this movie, genius. if you <laughs> Doctor Evil's, yeah, who childhood? does number two work for? <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, that was, great. I, that was great. Just like as in case you don't remember this part, he's talking about his father. Sometimes he would accuse chestnuts of being lazy, the sort of general malaise that only the genius possess, and the insane lament. <laughs> What the hell that was is really that? Good. That was really good. Um, my mother was a 15-year-old French prostitute named, named Chloe, Chloe with, with webbed feet. <laughs> there really is nothing like a Sean Scrotum. I suggest you try it. Um, if you if you had any reverence for this movie mm. when you were younger uh, in the 90s. In the 1990s. Uh, yeah, check it out again because it is funny. It is really funny. And again, too, though, like there were numerous times, there were a couple different times where I was like, wait, I thought this was going to happen here. Or wait, this didn't happen at all. And it's because I was conflating it with the other two movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I definitely, there's scenes from this one and from Spy Who Shagged Me that I, uh, I get a little bit like confused, but I, I mostly remember this one. I watched this one the most and, uh, I just remember like Spy Who Shagged Me took place in the 60s right doesn't he go back in time or something or is that the oh shit yeah i guess he does go back in time (sighs) it does go back and forth yeah but then they're in space that whole thing yeah we'll get there we'll get there mini me yeah geez yeah there's a lot um but yeah i it's definitely i think worth renewing your memories if you enjoyed it. I think so too. I mean, I, I know that like, yeah, sure. There's going to be some people like those IMDB reviewers who just, yeah. they're not going to like that style of humor. Some, and hey, hey, it's not for, hey, not for grandma. Maybe, maybe not for grandma. Okay. <laughs> it, it's not, it's not highbrow, but if you think that, except my mom's a grandma now yeah. and she definitely enjoyed it. There you go. So it's for like, not for our grandma though. Yeah. No, not for my grandma. Not for the greatest generation. No, me. Yeah. Yeah. Not the yeah, <laughs> they deserve the greatest movies yeah. like the Grapes of Wrath. They deserve the Grapes of Wrath, and they got it. And Citizen Kane. That's right, and they have their movies. Yeah, the French Connection. Yeah, other ones. Uh, they they deserve famous actors like Gone with the Wind, like that, like Humphrey Bogart, Humphrey Bogart, uh, Clark Gable. Yeah, Tallulah Bell Bankhead. Well, yeah, and um, and uh, uh, yeah. Lenny Bruce, <laughs> Lenny Bruce, Lenny Bruce. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like Lenny Bruce. Yeah, but yeah, it was enjoy- enjoyable. I uh, go watch it if you didn't, if you didn't watch it. it already. If you didn't watch if it, not, already. you've just been along for the ride. Some people have been, you know, like listening, watching, listening, and I appreciate yeah. that. And if not, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, you don't have to. I can, I can see how it would be disruptive. Is but, there yeah. anything about this movie that we didn't talk about that you're like, hey, why didn't you talk about this in the movie? Yeah. You can let us know. Yeah, please do. You can let us know at nowavailableov at gmail.com. Yeah. I take notes, but they're not detailed. And Tom, he doesn't take notes. No, I, I, I read IMDb the whole time. He's not even watching the movie. And I look up the, the Wikipedia page. <laughs> Yeah. While I'm watching, and he finds horrific details about the actors. Oh my god, that was rough. That was a rough read. Jesus. <laughs> oh, uh, one mm. other bit of trivia I learned was that uh, Mike Myers um, originally wanted Jim Carrey to play Doctor Evil. Yeah. Which it's funny because the Sonic the Hedgehog movie just came out, 
Right. I was thinking that too. Like that's and kind of the same. Doctor Robotnik and Doctor Evil. Sort of. I don't know. There's like there's there's something there. There's an evil genius. They're both evil geniuses. Yeah. yeah. I really want to see that movie. Actually, they're being they're so proud of the fact that they have like a seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Honestly, I, the I saw that and I was <laughs> like, oh, I'm definitely seeing this. They're like, hey, check it out! Like, it's not as bad as people thought. It, they're uh, like, you've seen lots of movies that are seventy percent. No, I mean you have. I mean, there are tons of times when you watch a seventy percent. Yeah, that's really fucking good. So um, yeah. there you have it. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I want to see it. I mean, Sonic was a huge part of my childhood. Uh, I'd like to say it was more of a huge part of my childhood, but I sucked at that game, so I didn't get very yeah, far. Yeah, me too. But <laughs> did you know the level select code? Up, down, left, right, A, start. Damn, it was Where, really easy, real well, simple. Why didn't we live anywhere near each other? Um, I was eleven. Uh, I, you know, speaking of animated things that are movies, live action movies, I saw Detective Pikachu. I saw it. Um, eleven year old me. Right. Loved it. Okay. Five stars. Nice. Adult me? Right. That's fine. I don't That's have okay. the nostalgia for Pokemon, unfortunately. I do. Yeah. Um, especially Gen 1. Mm-hmm. I, I was really into it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, so it's okay. I, yeah, I just thought fine. it was so weird that he sounded like Ryan Reynolds. It's it, like, why is Deadpool a Pikachu? I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> it didn't bother me that much. It was but, weird. Uh, yeah, it was weird. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Uh, I think that, yeah, I, I, I don't really. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess next time we'll oh. we'll we'll do another movie. That's the plan. Yeah, yeah. that's the plan from yeah. here on out till <laughs> we die. Till we die. Um, Trevor, Tom, uh, do you have any parting words of wisdom? Final words of wisdom? Do I usually say parting words or final words of wisdom I, here? I like the idea of final words of wisdom because it's like I'm gonna die yeah what's like my final... every one of these is like this could be my last wisdom that yeah what I've if like, what if like as you're like slipping into <clears throat> right. death yep into the oblivion. last the last thing your brain like thinks about is austin powers what are you gonna say what are your final words of it's just it, yeah my final words of wisdom are just about evil geniuses and like bond villains and if you're gonna be a villain just go all in over the top you know I, Scott really didn't get it, did he? Like, he's, you're not just going to shoot the bad guy. You're going to put him in an easily escapable, overcomplicated situation and just, you know, close the doors and hope that it works out according to plan. What? Sound advice. All right, folks, we'll see you next time. Don't forget to check and replace your smoke detector batteries. Right now. <laughs> Two, three. Noise gate. Noise gate. Noise. Noise, noise gate. gate. Spaghetti. 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 Arigatoni. Uh, fungili. Fungili. Carbonara. Carbonara. Uh, Menacat. <laughs> Gabagool. A meatball. 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 Prosecco. Prosecco. I was doing this thing. Avalanche. Limousine. Merci beaucoup. Jacques Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau. Yeah, I just started thinking of what's every French word I. Chandelier. Chandelier. Oh, I didn't even get there. Mm. Um, Chamois. Yeah. Chamois. 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 All right. Chamois, Tom. Shall we get started?